9-2. Some men brought to him a paralytic lying in a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, faith. See, Matthew 8-28 and 9-2, it's a result of when faith is not thriving or in, or in powerful operation within a people or within a community. Listen to what I'm saying as I close. That's the result of what happens to a community or to a people when there's no faith there. Fear can pretty much have its way. Drug addicts thrive. Gang members thrive. All that stuff happens when there's no faith. Years ago, my wife and I were in Philadelphia. And, you know, we, we like each other. We love each other. We got on a little coat coach ride around the city. Okay, honey, where the horses, and then we were going around. It was an eight block tour. And within those eight blocks, the Chamber of Commerce had pretty much allowed the city to remain intact how it was when the city was founded. And we went around that eight block radius, real nice, real nice. And in the center, to our left, because we're rounding, the biggest buildings in that city were churches. They would say, that's where Ben Franklin went to church. Uh, that's where, you know, so-and-so went to church. He was a Baptist. He was this, he was an Anglican. He was a Church of England guy. You know, and they're the biggest church, that's why they had big steeples. Because they had to make sure the biggest buildings in that community were churches. But to our right, everywhere we turned, guess what the biggest buildings were? Banks. Because during the course of our history, churches had diminished in their influence. Now, America had come full circle. They didn't care about God anymore. They cared about their money. Their money. Banks. Take care of my money. California Fed. Uh, Bank of the West. God and faith were at one time in Philadelphia, number one. Faith was prevalent and evident once. That was when Philly's, Philly had its finest hour back in those days. But now the biggest buildings were banks. I'm going to end with Hebrews 11, 1, 2 and 3, where I started. We're coming full circle too. Turn back to the original scripture. I'm going to finish with this. Hebrews 11, 1, 2, and 3. A lot of scripture. Hebrews 11 is known as the what? The hall of what? Hebrews 11 is known as the hall of faith. And it begins here with verse 1. Now faith is a substance for being sure of what we hope for. The evidence or being certain of the things we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand the universe was formed at whose command? Look at verse 4. By faith Abel. A lot of people say that the first person in the hall of faith is Abel. I've taught before that that's not true. Abel is not the first person mentioned in the hall of faith. Who is? God. In verse 3. 
Many people would read that and say, oh, Abel's the first guy mentioned in, in the Hall of Faith. He's a, his picture's there first. No, God is preeminent. And I'll tell you why God is first in the Hall of Faith. It's a heavy reason why God is number one. The reason God is number one in Hebrews 11 and the Hall of Faith is because God believes in you. A mud ball. A 23 and a half hour Christian at best. Flesh and blood. Sinner, if you will. God believes in a sinner to be a winner. That's why he's number one in the Hall of Faith. Because he believes in you. He believes you and I can make it. You can make it. Because he believes in you. That's why he's number one. When everybody else will turn their back on you. Not God. Don't think you can't make it. You can make it. I'm here to tell you that. That's heavy faith. He should be number one. You've got to believe in a person like me. Who's the weakest person in this church, Joe Romero? Me. He tried to say it's him. It's not. God believes in us. He believes in us. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. Some of you, your faith has been diminishing. I want every head bowed. Every eye closed.